Solana is a great yeah. project and it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful idea. Um, it's a wrong one, but it's still wonderful. <laughs> it's but, not the but, wrong. But the wrong, well, I think. Uh, first in our kind of, um, educational interview series with, uh, the man, the myth, the legend himself, uh, Mr. Mitra Gorachevsky. Uh, how the devil are you, sir? It's been, it's been a good couple of months since we spoke. I assume life's treating you well. I'm great, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, busy as is, always. Life is life. <laughs> okay, excellent. Well, I mean, I've, I've, as much fun as it would be just to catch up, I've, I've kind of got you here for a reason. Um, so, I recently reignited uh, the, the awesome little podcast that we started over a year ago. Um, and we've been speaking a lot to some, you know, some intermediate to beginner level cryptocurrency entry people. And I mean, there's a lot of talk about Solana going on at the minute, uh, particularly in relation to an area which you are, well, I mean, without blowing your trumpet too much, a bit of an expert. Uh, so kind of starting at the beginning, because as you know, I've been out of the loop a little bit myself for a couple of months. Why is everyone being so mean to Solana right now? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, there like there've been attacks, I think, mm -hmm. on many different like things in Solana and Solana itself. Um, I'm not in an expert in Solana per se. Like oh. I. I'm not uh, involved in the in the ecosystem whatsoever. I did talk to um, to, to Anatoly and mm -hmm. even participate in his podcast, but okay. he never released this episode. I don't know, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm guessing he didn't like what you had to no, say. No, seriously. Maybe. I mean, we, <laughs> no, no, no. We seriously we spoke about Bitcoin more than anything else. Uh, but anyway, I think uh, I think. Like I don't want to talk about Solana problems because um, in in kind of like in just a bad tone because Solana is a great yeah. project and it's a it's a what's a wonderful idea. Um, it's a wrong one, but it's still wonderful. <laughs> it's but, not the but, right. but the wrong well the, the kind of the, okay. So uh, just to put things in the perspective, the wrongest of the, the wrongness of this idea has nothing to do with the. Uh, with the kind of security problems that it had, um, I would say, because first of all, because most of the security problems are not embedded in Solana. It's uh, it's security okay. problems with different projects. For example, the recent yes. one in August, right? And, and then when the when the mm. ten million were were stolen <laughs> from the wallet, it was it was two wallets, I think, that got affected by the bug in the secure supply chain in the supply chain, a software supply chain which wasn't secure apparently, uh, and that bug probably it's originated in the github bug before okay. but okay yeah. so just yeah. to slow you down a little bit i know you like to obviously you go on very big technical runs but just to slow things down a little bit for the less advanced people out there not not myself obviously uh, so can you just briefly define what is the software supply chain and just very very basically what is okay. github in its essence for those who aren't kind of you know deep down the so rabbit hole yet or, all right, I'll start. I'll start with the easy <laughs> thing. The GitHub is basically a place where you store your code. Yeah. It's it's a cloud service. Uh, yeah. Git is a, is a version control, which is the controlling the um, it, like 
the, you're working on, when you work on software, you create many different versions of the same file. Mm -hmm. And in, you need to control all that development process. And to control that, Linus Torvalds created Git. He wrote this system. Uh, before Git, it was many others, but Git is the most popular now. Mm -hmm. So this is the version control system. It's like a little bit like when you do docs and the re revisions, so you have all the Frexel of all the revisions you did before. Yeah. Like you can you you do that in the Google Docs, so that's something similar to that, just for code. Okay, just make it very simple. Yes. GitHub is just a service to store and enable some collaborative features on top of that. So, for example, it's not one developer who is the, the mm. developing the software, but many developers they work collaboratively on the same code. Like in Google Docs, for example, again when you when you you edit and someone else sees that you edited that, like right the, these things. So the, basically the collaborative features on top of Git and storing all that in the cloud and enabling this collaborative features is what GitHub doing. Now the software supply chain is um, when you take the source code that you did, the software that you wrote, yeah, and then you put that through certain things like through the, the, the events until it goes to the end user. So when the, the Okay, so for literally from you got on you know, your development to end user itself. Yeah, okay. so, so to make that, yes. Yeah, so to deliver the code, to deliver the mm -hmm. code to the user as a software program, uh, it, it has this, so it called supply chain, the software supply chain. So you have this chain of events yeah. uh, that uh, involve many steps, and these steps are like taking the code, compiling the code, then taking the binary, which is the result, the end result, the ex mm -hmm. executable file, let's say, put that in some sort of um, environment that you need to basically like package it for Windows, for example, in a certain way that Windows understand that this is a program and then delivering it to the Windows platform, whatever distribution you use, like whatever app store or whatever store you have yeah. to get it to the user. All that chain of events, including like writing the software, then what we call CI/CD, uh, mm. yeah, there's something like the, the code delivery, called integration, and all of that's like ah. chain of events until the, you get the software, right? Till you get the package. Okay, so tying all these kind of ideas together, and you know, obviously using yeah. just Solana as the kind of example there. Uh, so GitHub, in essence, you know, it has the the chains or the branches, I should say. Uh, they're, they're called master branches on GitHub, if I'm not mistaken. And so these get merged together to main. base. Yes, to the main, yeah. etc. So where did the well, what, what happened? Yeah, what what this? happened there is that. It's not only usually today when you write the software, you don't write the whole software yourself. You use a no. lot of third parties, the open source, <laughs> like libraries and so on. Yeah, of course. I, so I like when to you, use when analogies you, like Lego bricks. When you, <laughs> you need to put all of these things together. So you take someone's third party libraries, right? And put that into your product. And that's where this, your software supply chain has potential. Like all, every step of this mm. road, you have potential security vulnerabilities because for example, someone, you cannot verify all the code that someone else has write in these libraries. So sometimes something happens to these libraries that mm -hmm. someone, for example, insert a malicious code in this library. And that's exactly what happened. If someone inserted a malicious code in these other repositories, mm -hmm. other code that, that your product, these two wallets that were got affected, used. So, so and what the, this malicious code did, it basically, in the end, it took the user keys and sent it to the malicious server. 
Yeah. Just like that. Oh, God. I, I mean, you have to feel terribly for the people affected <laughs> at the end of the day, but I mean, oh, it's... I just wanted to finish with Solana because okay, it's kind yeah, of, of felt like, okay. So just to finish that, because I, I think there's, again, to put the things into perspective. So these things mm -hmm. that happened to these two wallets, they had nothing to do with Solana. Of course, Solana had another yeah. problem before um, with, with uh, like security on, on a more core level. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but again, so this, like this time is yeah. not, definitely not <laughs> I'll be honest, uh, uh, related to any Solana issues. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and like I say, specifically, we were talking about the Solana issues, which were, you know, related to the GitHub attacks. Yeah, I mean, Solana in itself. Yeah. I mean, we made plenty of jokes on the last episode about the, uh, uh, I believe, uh, I think oh, it was myself. Who was like, where, where, where did they touch you on the doll? But anyway, <laughs> this isn't that type of show. <laughs> Yes, I, I know, obviously, at, it, at its core, there are lots of people working very hard on the project, so I don't mean to uh, yeah, make light of anyone's work. But yes, leading into, yeah. um, gosh, obviously, is the, uh, the, the project name you're working under. Yes. Yeah. So GOSH is, is, uh, is a Git on chain. It's, a, it's a basically, a, again, a service for storing the Git and collaborating on the Git, like GitHub, but completely decentralized. It's everything is stored on a blockchain. And what do you achieve? Two things you achieve with this. Actually, you achieve more, but two main things we, we like to emphasize always is first is that you can build consensus around your code. Because when you add decentralization layer to this, right, you can then create DAO, you can do all tokenized tokenization of this and so on and so forth. Like everything that Web3 is giving you, you can now apply on the source level. So you work because the project is its source code. And people, of course, they don't really understand that because nobody cares like that someone wrote this software. They just, mm. people just use it, right? But it's all starting from the source. And what happened to recently to Tornado Cash, this is really interesting and very relevant also. Yeah, please to touch on that. that. that this is something because that's this come is up emphasizing this part of the story, right? So... Mm. Yeah, so Tornado Cash is, is, is these guys who I know personally um, who developed this uh, uh, zero-knowledge proof-based. It's, it's a cryptography system which completely <clears throat> basically preserves secret, like anonymity layer. Yeah. And they did this, put this in the smart contracts, put the smart contracts in Ethereum blockchain, and now everyone could uh, basically use it to for the privacy. Like So the transaction mm -hmm. that went through this system of smart contracts went like it was, these transactions were completely private. You could not verify the identity of the origination wallet and the receiver wallet. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what happened is that, um, well, United States federal like uh, agencies got uh, very annoyed by, for some yeah. reason, by another case, because there are many actually services like that. There is a whole blockchain that does that. Mm. called Zcash, but for some reason they were annoyed particularly by Solana, by Tornado Cash. Sorry. And they said that Tornado Cash was used by North Korean. By the way, this argument about North Koreans, I, I hear that every fucking time. Yes, yeah. It and is. it's not that I, I hate North <laughs> Korea government, regime, whatever, and I hate all communists and all that. Just It's just, it's just a disclaimer. It uh, I'm definitely anti-communist and, and yeah. So you know, I'm on, on in, in that respect, I'm completely siding with 
you know, sentiment of uh, United States government, we, we should not allow these regimes to blah, blah, blah. But, mm. and here is a big but, but you cannot just use this tool um, to basically, uh, you know, prevent people from privacy, mm. from their right to privacy in democratic countries. Yeah. And that's what happened. These are, these are developers from democratic countries, you, you know, and people who use that are people from democratic countries, and you cannot just just uh, start to uh, because what they did really is exactly the same thing they did with banks before. Mm. Like for the last ten years, the terror that yes. the United States federal government yes. put on the banking system is beyond imagination. Oh, and and totally... many, many, me included, yeah. people got for the simple things. Yes. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I mean, sorry, I remember the, uh, obviously, the famous tweets by Julian Assange uh, thanking the US government for such harsh sanctions um, on WikiLeaks accounts via Visa and the banks, uh, because it meant they ended up taking all their donations in Bitcoin um, very early days, which is obviously what helped keep uh, WikiLeaks going. So, Well, for WikiLeaks, you, ha you have this, again, it's you have this controversy so some people for example that completely siding with governments can say okay wikileaks is like bad we can also like mm. you know whatever he didn't look after his cats but i'm talking about much 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 simpler yeah yeah <laughs> but uh, i it's good man <laughs> but we, we we are talking about uh simple people no real people who mm. could not like execute a transaction i could not send money to my mother like things like mm -hmm. that. So, and I, you know, I, I tried to buy a, an apartment, a small apartment, and I couldn't go because, like, they said, okay, we cannot in the bank, we cannot allow this transaction because your money originating in crypto, perfectly legal, oh, wow. all taxes paid, but it's just a Bitcoin. And that is it. it's a real story. Yeah, oh, it's a real story. And and because banks are so much afraid of this, um, you know, potential sanctions. They don't mm. even want to touch it. They don't even want to <laughs> kind of start to, because, you know, they're not detectives. So you cannot make banks detective. We spoke about that many times, I think. You can end, and what is happening with another case is beyond belief, because now they make developers of the software that someone uses liable. Mm. Yes, I believe they, for, they for arrested how it. the software is used. Yeah. So th this is... It's unprecedented, yes, yes, they arrested, really. Yeah, they really yeah. arrested people for writing mm. software that someone uses. Yes, this is a horrible precedent. Of course, it should be thrown away from the court. It, they should be beaten for that. Like, mm. not maybe literally, I, I, but uh, <laughs> in the court, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> hard, hard, beaten yeah. hard by the legal system, I hope, because this yeah. is just beyond imagination. I mean, this is, this is really, this is really wrong. And so what happened is first thing they did before I arrested anyone, they just completely closed, banned them from GitHub, the whole project. They just deleted, yeah. deleted the whole work that people did just because someone said, oh, by the way, this is wrong. Boom, yeah. it's gone. I, I, there was no court rulings. There was no, nothing like that. GitHub completely just deleted that from one <laughs> just... button. So when you, when, yeah, like that, <laughs> Microsoft. Just poof, deleted your code. <laughs> deleted your life work. Just yeah. by because uh, yeah, because someone said it's wrong. Yeah. And I think this is definitely not going to happen anymore. Like you should just abandon all the centralized platforms. 
Uh, by the way, that doesn't happen only on GitHub. I just got today's story 10 minutes ago, mm-hmm. literally. Someone wrote to me that the man, um, uh, a man helped Ukrainian army uh, and reported on that. He mm-hmm. really drove, he literally, he lived in, in Germany, I think, in Berlin mm-hmm. or something. He literally drove to Ukraine, delivered them help, like, you know, mm-hmm. some stuff to the army, to the people, whatever. And there are many of these, you know, I don't know if you know, but there are, there are, there are literally thousands (laughs) of people who are doing this. And he reported all that and put this report on Facebook. It's a real reporting, Mm. real stuff. Yeah. I mean, not fake news, nothing like that. He just just showed what he did. You know, Mm. many people knows this man personally, like it's, yeah, it's a completely verified deleted his account 15 years old account but all the photos just got deleted one oh. button it's no more no longer on facebook Censorship. it's a real yeah. story that's I we cannot that's allow this life, to happen yeah yes we are web free yeah i meant yeah. to that on the blockchain you yeah. we, we are we, that's what blockchain should be prevented right <laughs> Rock on. Decentralize everything. Well, awesome, man. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on everything you're doing at Gosh and hoping to get involved uh, down the line myself, obviously, because, you know, I miss your face, mate, Jeff. We, I, I used to like working with you, buddy. Uh, but for now, I think that's that's an awesome uh, place to wrap things up. Um, we'll definitely have to sit down again and talk about um, a few more things if, if you'd be uh, willing to awesome. spare some sure. time. Anytime. Yeah, fantastic. But ben. all the best for now, buddy, and I will speak to you very soon. Have a great day. Oh, evening for you. <laughs> yeah, you too. Thanks. Hey.